last name in the podcast game. Ken and Mila are the unacceptable podcast. How's it going, everybody? Uh, rarely do people riff to their own theme song, but we <laughs> we've decided. I like to when I'm not sure how to justify something, I call it meta. Okay, yeah, that's. That's very meta. Very meta in and of itself. <laughs> that sounds like uh, something, you know, what people say in, in college conferences when they didn't do the reading, but they want to sound enlightened. And it's like the really? the meta the meta narratives of make the, a compilation the multifaceted of meta narratives. <laughs> in the context of, of capitalism. <laughs> especially in the context of the neo colonialist post caps post new <laughs> late capitalism. Neo postmodern. <laughs> Neo postmodern. I don't even know. So, how's your uh, week been? It's been good. I've been training like a pro athlete. I'm getting yoked, playing tons of soccer. Love it. Pretty sure my eyesight is leaving me, which is so sad. You're, you're a bit young for that. Uh, just a little bit, though. Like, I just don't track the ball as well. I can't see screens as well. I can't read as well. Mm. It it reminds me that I'm dying. You know, it's so like such a mortality reminder of my <laughs> mortality. It's like Damn. you can't avoid it too. Like when you miss when you miss kick the ball, you're like, I'm dying. This is like the, so my last concussion. I couldn't read. Yeah. And like I thought it was gonna be permanent, so Ooh. I was freaking out. I was like, well, my life is if I can't read, like what am I gonna do with my life? And mm-hmm. It's like it's totally meaningless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> oh. But thankfully, I regained my well, ability to read, which is great. That's yeah, that's good. I have those little crises like every day, like s- like my yeah. knees sore or like there's like, like I that's have it? so many pimples on me. I know we've talked about my bed bugs on this podcast. But <laughs> I think I just have a lot of pimples. Can testosterone production create pimples? <laughs> Apparently, because the doctors prescribe um, uh, uh like the birth control to get rid of pimples, and I think that has estrogen in it. Oh man! I was talking with my mom about that because, like, she was saying, talking about the. Society. Well, she was talking about the uh, testosterone in everyone's food. Sorry, keep going. Oh my god, she was talking about like, you know, like the usual parent to child thing. Like, okay, if you're gonna be sexually active, you need to use birth control, whatever. And then I was always like, well, no, because it makes you fat. Mm-hmm. And. She gets so mad whenever I say that. She's like, it doesn't make you fat. That's not true. Wasn't there two types or something? I don't know. Mm. Let us know in the comments. But apparently it does make you fat. Mm, And so I feel like it's like, do you want to have sex and be fat? Or do you want to look sexy (laughs) and not have have sex? (laughs) I don't know. I I think I'd rather look sexy and not have sex. I'm flipping. Yeah. Because like, man. STDs are so scary. They are, yeah, especially the permanent ones. And if you look I think at what like happened, all permanent, and so many of them can exist, and you can pass them on to people without you knowing that you have them. Oh, like no, HPV, but there's ones that go away. A lot of them just like don't bother you until you're uh, sick already, okay. and they like fuck your immune system. I was reading like what's called a full panel doesn't test for like so much stuff like syphilis. Um, it do- really, it doesn't yeah, test for syphilis. HPV. You have to like specifically ask for all this shit. And if oh. you're like me without a family doctor, you go to a walk-in clinic and you show them your junk, and they're like, "I don't give a fuck. <laughs> probably didn't grow in here. Get out of here." And then you do it again a few months later. <laughs> oh man, that would be the worst medical yeah, like job. <laughs> like 
haven't, I haven't had a chick yet. That'll be interesting. Well, I'm always I'm hoping like I can, like, not smirk. Because it might be, like, <laughs> self-defense. Like, try yeah. and make it like I'm hitting on her. But that would be so, like, you know, wrong and evil. Like but also, like, she might get upset at me and, like, yeah. kick me out of it. She's like, I just have, like, a pimple <laughs> on my inner thigh. Come on, guys. I need someone to look at it. Well, that's always a shock. I, I can't just put them on the internet. I should just start putting my OnlyFans and just, like, is this a pimple or a herpes? <laughs> That's how you. That's the. That's gonna be the future of medicine. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. I, I can't imagine doing an uh, an online doctor's appointment. I they know. already don't give a fuck in the first place. <laughs> like texting. Yeah, no, you look <laughs> fine. <laughs> well, I was thinking like, you know, because you, you go to med school, you work really hard, and then you choose what you want to specialize in. And I never understood the ones that want to specialize in like looking at people's junk, like the gynecologist. No, that's no, it's, it's I don't think they're creeps. Yeah, no, you it's, didn't say that. But yeah. it's just like, why would you want to do it? Maybe they just want to learn more about vaginas. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a complex. It uh, is and very complex body part, uh, with various uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> different constructions and. Uh, Dimensions. And aromas. Aromas. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's enough. Um, no, Give that's a great. Comment describing the smell. Well, I am very tired this week. I'm really glad that it's the weekend. Oh, it's the weekend. Do you actually get a weekend? Yeah. yeah really? Yeah. Nice. I mean, I have to do readings, but. Uh-huh. Um, you chill? I'm going to try and take it easy. I. Uh, have had a lot of readings this week and but the cases have all been really funny but i i just came across this case when i was doing some research that like kind of st- i was like what so it was this guy that shot his dad and he gave the defense that he thought his dad was already dead and i get it <laughs> 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 but like if you come across your dad being dead like my th- my first instinct Maybe? wouldn't be to shoot him i wonder how his dad died yeah i didn't like even read the case i should have read it he was trying to make it look more dignified oh my it's god like, <laughs> he's like my dad will oh not dad, go out this so alive? He's like, yeah this is part of it this is tantric <laughs> asphyxiation i slowly breathe while my eyes closed. imagine being like a 67 year old judge and reading all <laughs> you have to read all the facts of the you case to, yeah that sounds like a hard job I know, but it w- I, I think it'd be fun. I can picture you being a judge. I would love to. I think I would, like, have a good time. You get to write these, like, sassy judgments. Like, these people don't need a judge. They just need a stern kindergarten teacher. That was one of the judgments I read. Really? Yeah. What, for what? It was, like, a petty dispute between neighbors because one of them put their dog poo in the other neighbor's <laughs> garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so they took him to court over yeah, there? Yeah, like, they just had a bunch of other petty rivalries, and, like... Oh, man. And then, uh, yeah, then the judge was like, are you serious? Like, why would you bring this? Yeah. Do you hate your neighbors at all? No, mine... I honestly don't really interact with them that much. When I was in Montreal, I did not like my neighbors. Apartment and, like, neighbors are tough. Well, yeah, I had... When I was in, like, living close to McGill... My neighbors, I had these neighbors that had, like, a different sleep schedule, and the walls were really thin, and I remember them, like, uh, they would be really loud at, like, 5 a.m., like, like oh, gaming and Skyping home. Wait, this whatever. is your first apartment? 
Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is the, the group of Pakistani people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they it was kind of like to yell. And they I, funny. I thought they were like upset. And one time, one of my friends who understands Urdu was like, "Oh no, they're just having a casual." They're just talk. gamers being gamers. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember like one time when I had a, a gentleman guest over, and like they just ruined the vibe because like we were you know getting to it and they were they were being very um, like I just kept hearing all this yelling like ah. And <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. dude, go. and then I had a person above me who would like do home workouts, and yeah. you'd hear all this like banging. I love that apartment. That was like my favorite apartment I've ever seen. Yeah, it was, it was fun. So there I loved no, like no doors how much space though. There was. Yeah. Wait, and there was a balcony for smoking. Yeah. What did you say though? There's no doors like between the bedroom uh, and yeah. the. Like I remember, I woke up to Jordy pouring wine down your butt once, and I was like, <laughs> this like a butt. door would have been really good at this. Oh, I guess when we visited, there must have been a lot for you. Yeah. yeah. Jordan was always wearing his underwear. That was it was it was you know. He was pouring wine down my butt. Yeah, there was a point where he's and we were like. Jordy just poured wine down my butt, and you guys were like watching the room, and it was like three in the morning. Um, so <laughs> fucking <laughs> freak, <laughs> if you're listening to this. this if you're a tabloid, this is inside gossip yeah. on, on a public pro- personality. Uh, and I remember uh, trying to wake me up for hours with like vigorous, like strum strum num num, like five feet from my head, like at yeah. like seven a.m. drinking a beer. Yeah, 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 and. uh we had these other neighbors who were just like they were a family when I lived in a different place and they like didn't like our garden and they like ordered our landlord to rip out our totally garden and it was kind of like okay it's not even on your property. What what was their legal? Why did the landlord do it? Just because they could. But why? Because they just thought it was ugly, I guess. What was in the garden? Like. Malicious, malicious like no no statement, like the ugliest plant. yeah i don't know i think they just didn't like the appearance and the landlord maintained that he had the right to you know have it uh, the garden appear however he wanted we're gonna be my house just got renovated there's gonna be people living like over there like oh, the really oh like, like you're renting out the basement i'm not renting any yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. my parents are renting out the basement for a tenant wow I know, it's going to be fucking cray. I hope they like drums. They're going to ask for a rent reduction immediately. I'm so curious what this is going to be like. They're probably just going to be like a mean 30-year-old who ignores me. <laughs> be like, do you want to be friends? Oh, man. So what is in the news this week? University of Toronto just committed a fuck-up. Uh-oh. Uh... They, in the risk of having the same conversation that we always have, uh, this professor had her offer rescinded when uh, a donor and a judge had uh, issued, um, what do you call it? Like, they were basically like, you got to rescind the offer. I Uh, wish I had a computer to be like, yo, what are the university attendance rates? Like, that... Something that sorts and amalgamates data for you. What do you mean attendance rates? Like how many students? Like how many people are going to university right now compared to like 10 years ago, 15 years ago? Oh, I think it's record rate. Like more people than ever in university, which I don't think is necessary. I think like, I mean, society's kind of made it necessary because 
now it's like everyone's so qualified that you need uh-huh. to get even more like master's degrees are like the new bachelor's degrees damn um but i oh, think it's if you wanted to be a dickhead you could make like the criticism it's become like daycare yeah for, like 25 year olds well <laughs> I, I, I mean know anything. like i'm sure you guys work hard no shots yeah no but i think like some people go just because like they feel like they have to be there you know um or like their parents just like be like they their parents want them to go and so they go yeah even when like you know there are other jobs you can do that don't really require the traditional four-year yeah so i mean that's also true but i think like you know in a like Learning is good, so... Yeah, that's true. I'm not, like, anti-college, but I think that, you know, the way that... Th- some uh, some of the ways that we go about it are, are problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, and... <gasps> problem... <laughs> what, if you made, what if you made university, like, tuition exactly a UBI? <laughs> Sounds like a uh, a lot of uh uh planning. Uh you're right. Yeah, no, that's not a good idea. <laughs> um yeah, no, I think, you know, there are <laughs> there's just like you know, there's a lot of stuff that universities have inherited that are a little bit outdated. Um and I mean, even the whole, like, donor structure where you have, like, these, like, benefactors. It's, like, it's, like, reminds me of these, like, medieval days where you have, like, a patron. Oh, man, imagine being a patron. Shout out to the patrons. Yeah. But imagine having the money to, like, be a patron. Yeah, I know. It's too bad uh, Van Gogh didn't have a patron. He needed one. Or Keats, I think, died, like, homeless and disrespected. Really? It's sad when you read about these guys that are later considered all-time greats. That yeah, and, like, geniuses. Like, they not only had no success, they had, like, n- like everyone was like, you're such a tool. Aww. I know. That's sad. Oh, man. Imagine being that much of a tortured artist. <laughs> Honestly, though. That like is you're very slaving and It's, like, high levels you. of torture. But I guess, like, a person who works a random job to, like, feed their family, like, for, like, 11 hours every day. Yeah. It's just as bad. There is, um, well, so I just started reading Flea's biography. Uh-huh. It's been nice, because, like, it's, like, the first, like, the first, like, fun thing. Well, so I said, okay, Mila, I'm going to read something, like, fun, you know? I'm not going to read any theory. I just need to read about, like, one of my fave musicians, and that'll be fine. So I started reading it. It's actually really heavy and, like, kind of sad. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, damn, I didn't yeah. realize Flea had a sad life, because he's such, a, he's so jolly, you yeah. know? Um, so that was really shocking to me. Did you read it? Yeah, I read it. Yeah, like his dad, like he's talking about his dad and how he never felt like loved by his parents. And yeah, I was like, wow, that fuck. Even the happiest. Have you gotten to the point where he gets robbed yet? No. Okay. I'm at the point where like his mom is with some guy named Walter, and and he's in awe of his like jazz playing, but the mom and. And Walter are ha- like kind of rocky and they're yeah. fighting all the time and stuff like that. And yeah. His dad went back to Australia. Yeah, it gets good. Yeah. I mean, guy. not good. It gets it gets dra- even more heavy. Yeah, well, he was saying how he has like a comical voice he and <laughs> he says him himself. Yeah, and he was like ashamed of his singing voice and didn't start <laughs> singing until someone was just like, "No, like it's 
a charming voice even like when it's out of tune or like not really so much shame (laughs) yeah you think i'm a better singer than flea yeah fuck yeah you well because you sound more like fruish when you sing oh my god please stop no but i like to (laughs) like you're stylistically i like to pick like funny things and be like like in recently i was watching an nba game they were playing small ball and so the heaviest guy on the court was 245 pounds like i'm the biggest guy on that court what the fuck (laughs) anyways so you're like i can fuck all these guys (laughs) no i couldn't but i mean i have like that one thing i'm heavier than them all or like I can sing better than Flea. Oh my god! Once I like so I much shame. At, uh, I I'm not gonna name any names here, but I was at like a, a family function, and one of the guys there is like, when I walk into a room, I survey the room and like make sure that I can like choke everyone out if I needed to. <laughs> oh, you're not gonna and say? Then, is this someone you know in real life? Yeah. <coughs> okay, bit of it. That's so funny. Bit of a Joe Rogan figure there. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um. But yeah, I mean, I feel like that would be such a paranoid way to live because I'm like I feel like I do a subconsciously similar thing. Yeah, but with I girls, I don't, I don't you you like see like literally choking them out. I just yeah. think like I'm taller than all these guys. With girls, it's like you know you want to be like uh, I'm not the ugliest one or yeah, like the different, fattest. Different different dominance hierarchy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So. You know, it's when I laughed, I was just reminded of this like neurotic thing I do where like in lecture, so on Zoom lectures, um, all the students are muted, and then like sometimes the prof will like tell a joke or something, and then like like I have this really awkward prof, and he he would like tell a joke, and then like I would kind of give a a nice like laugh wow. out of sympathy or whatever, but then I realize like I'm muted, so he can't even hear it anyway. you should ham it up and like rock back and, and forth i'm like <laughs> like i'll be like, <laughs> 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 and, like and uh Wait, like the girl laugh like <laughs> no no no, oh, no. Okay. but just like uh you know like good job you know because yeah. like when i was a, i get it king? like it's it's the king yeah oh but when i was a a ta i totally like was so nervous about my student like not necessarily about like laughing at my jokes but like just not connecting with me whenever I think this is what's wrong with society. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I think authority just needs to like do their job. Yeah. And discipline and not be like like walking on their hands through like fields of glass to like connect with be people like and like not bully ha- them. Yeah, be like a stand it's too up much and the teacher yeah, at once. People yeah. don't have that facility. Like yeah. especially if they're tired and it's Friday and they have like thinking about playing soccer with their family. They're not yeah. gonna be like like, ho, ho, that's a funny joke. Let me just, like, subtly own you. That's too much to ask of <laughs> people. I have, like, two kind of conflicting thoughts on it. So one is that, like, I think, you know, in liberal capitalism, the workplace, especially in the context of capitalism, uh, they, the workplace kind of wants to make work more of your life. Like, it's like, you know, it's it's not... Is that a lib it's not no. Like, Would I you mean, like what me was to continue? Before, sorry, but like feudalism, work was your life. Yeah, I'm not like saying I'm not making a value judgment. I'm just making a descriptive claim. Okay, okay. Um, like even Marx was like, yes, capitalism is better than feudalism, um, and like he said, it's necessary. Uh, this is necessary. <laughs> 
Um, no, but I think, you know, there's like, like just, I'm just describing the structure of the workplace in our current economic system. And, and you kind of have this, like, you know, the workplace has to be your family and your whole life is like part of work because work is your personality. It's not just something you do to subsist. It's like, you know, you know, when people talk about like their dream job or like do what you love and you'll never have to work a day in your life. It's like, it makes you make it seem like it's not work and then you end up giving a, away a bunch of like your hours or spending your whole d- like 20 hours at work because they make everything at work for you like they'll have a gym and like a nap room and stuff like a lot of modern offices have a gym? all these things that make you just not leave a gym yeah some of them have like gyms but it's like which seems beneficial I don't know, that'd be really funny. A conjugal trailer, like, outside the <laughs> workplace. There's an office scene where it was like, we'll have two <laughs> masturbation rooms, <laughs> one communal room, one gay room, and a glory hole room. Yeah. I don't, anyways. Well, they they predicted something. No. Um, but I, I definitely think that, like, you know, so you have this workplace and, like, they try to make it... S- uh, first of all, they try to like mystify the power relations between oh my like, God. you and your boss. I have told so many bosses, look, I'm not doing you a favor. This is an economic transaction. Yeah, exactly. And it triggers them so hard. I know, and because they want to mystify that relationship. Well articulated. And and I think you know you also see this in politics. Like a lot of politicians, this is kind of what's annoying about like AOC and those people is like they try to be like. They're, they they have power over you like they are an authority over you but then they also try to act like they're your bud and yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. they do these live streams where they're like cooking or doing their makeup with does you does she do that? yeah I need to watch those and like she's pandering to the simps if she's doing her makeup or like snapping some woke shit yeah but it's just like you know like do your job like it's it's this is like a I don't know and then you make it your whole life too because you're broadcasting yourself like outside working hours too like it'll be like like whatever 8 p.m and you're in your kitchen and like having this personalized connection <laughs> and again yeah. it just mystifies the power relationship talking about your trauma while cooking risotto <laughs> yeah you know, risotto reminds me of my mother <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and and so like so that's like one side of it but i think also when it comes to a professor and student it's very complicated because I think, you know, professors are people and they have a desire to like, not just have a robotic relationship with their students. They want to, um, kind of work with them. Yeah. And so like, even though they have power over them, they also kind of want to make academic connections and to mentor, like you kind of have a mentoring relationship as well. And I think, you know, that's personally fulfilling. Like when I was a TA and I would, you know, I wouldn't say like fully mentor, but when students would like come to me for advice and stuff, like it's fulfilling for both of you. Yeah. Cause like, you know, you're kind of living for someone outside yourself in a way, like you want to help someone succeed. So I get that component of it. Yeah. But then I also like, don't like, you know, this demand, like you said, of them to be like performers and be like everything at once, you know? Um, because yeah that's such a huge demand and then i think sometimes students try to take advantage of this as well where then they try and like 
be like okay well give me an extension on this like do this for me oh bump up my grade like as though you're friends <laughs> you know what i mean like i can only imagine like three funny user psychotic people in my life who would be like hey you mind just bumping up that yeah grade? yeah no, oh 100 percent. yeah well they, people do that all the time and it's just like they who, try to be who? like hey man like you know well, you don't know, like, you don't know even <laughs> yeah. taught, but, but, uh, and apparently it's done more to women teachers, I guess, like, people think you can push them around more or whatever, and then when the profs don't do it, yeah. then they get really bad course evals, and they'll be like, oh, they're a bitch, like, whatever. Oh, fuck. Um, and, and so, yeah, I think, like, that's kind of dangerous as well, so I think it's good to, like, establish, like, okay, I am your professor, but also, like, I want to see you succeed academically. But also, like, yeah, like, I'm not here to, like, entertain you. I'm here to teach you. Or make you like me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't have to like them. Yeah. You have to be respectful. Uh-huh. But you don't need to be like, oh, my God, you're such a genius. You're so relatable. <laughs> I need to watch AOC's live stream. AOC's live stream. <laughs> yeah no imagine live streaming like your entire day i was thinking about like <laughs> live streaming watching a soccer game just like literally like you're just like a couch uh, potatoing yeah, on the couch like, oh i think it'd be funny but also like why not that's the thing about the internet is you can participate in the culture while parodying oh fuck i don't know what the fuck I'm well but like this is i mean okay maybe you can mansplain this to me but I I don't understand like why people watch gaming live streams like when like I get the appeal of playing the game yourself yeah but like I could not care less watching other people play like I remember when I was young right and I'd be with my cousins and we'd play the Nintendo and there'd be only two controllers and four of us uh-huh. I would always be waiting my turn to like have the control like I wouldn't be interested in what what the people with the controllers really so you'd like stare at your knees or something like i would just talk but like (laughs) i would just be like like, were you not casually watching a little i just didn't care i'd be like i want my turn like i want to play i don't care about you your gaming well i think you're what you did you guys mostly play what did you play mario yeah yeah. that's a beautiful fun game with an aesthetic of its own but it's less aesthetic than like a pokemon blue or gold or oh we play pokemon too but probably not on the n64 probably on your game boy right we had we played Pokemon Stadium. On oh, the, that's on so the classic! Pokemon Stadium well, too. That I was like got my to play favorite it a few game. times at like a friend's house, and I was oh, so happy. Loved it. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to dive in and explore the move sets, but I loved all the games, the mini games. Too. I'm not a mini games guy. I'm a serious trainer. <laughs> but okay, let me explain. Like, part of it is the aesthetic of video games is some of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Like, there's something so, like, inspiring about, like, the first four generations of Pokemon. I'm actually playing Diamond right now on my computer in a sim. But because I think what it is is there's a limited yet consistent aesthetic so you can project the rest of the world with your imagination. And that is, like, such a playground, if that makes sense. And then also, like, the newest games are just, like, the stories, the communal myths that are being forged and explored together yeah that's like so cool yeah i guess like if you does that make sense can form a community but it's not it's not because i'm a i'm a a stoic down in the dirt man somewhere should (laughs) things no but but like the story the community yeah the community is great but like the story 
it's for story. I like watching serious streamers play games where they explore every nook and cranny and like right. push okay. the story and the aesthetic. That's fun. And it's like, do you do you watch any sports? Do you watch UFC? Yeah. Well, yeah. like you're not fighting. Yeah, I know. It's just like different. I don't know because like I think what I like about watching, say like UFC or even occasionally when I when I watch NBA, I, what I or ch- like track. What I track. I, yeah, I really that enjoy watching track. That is the funniest thing. What? Um, you're just running. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, when you're watching a team sport, you're watching people collaboratively cre- be, use kinetic energy creatively in real time. Yeah. But track, you're just running. Wait, what events do you watch? I, I think the steeple chase is really interesting. That's where they jump over. Yeah. How does it differ than the hurdles? The steeple chase is just, like, one bar, so you all have to kind of, like, And then you just keep running? Yeah. There's just one bar? No, like, so, so like, you know, hurdles, there's, like, each lane, I think, has a a thing. Right. Oh. And then with the steeple chase, it's, like, there's, like, a long bar. Is it moving? No. Okay. But, like. That's so know. funny that that's a different event. It's kind of hard to, like, explain okay, without showing yeah. you, but. um, yeah. I don't know. I think what I like is, like, watching this display of, like athleticism that's like really impressive to me whereas i'm i'm less impressed maybe like it's just a preference but i'm less impressed by like gamer maneuvering How maybe like I'm maybe right. it's <laughs> maybe it's like anti-intellectual i'm actually blown away by like what gamers can do like i don't know if i'd ever reach that level of but i know what you mean it's less like less impressive yeah well i don't because i guess i'm just really impressed by like people who push their bodies like that like if you're watching, say, like a sprint, right? Yeah. You're like, holy crap, this person's so fast. And like, you compare it to like yourself when you, because for me, sprinting, like, I'm not a sprinter. I do long distance. So, like, for me, sprinting is incredible and it's on its own if you yeah. can sprint. So, when I watch, say, like a 400 meter sprint, I'm like, wow, that yeah. is like, this is some just. Yeah. beast yeah. stuff right yeah or when you watch like when i watch mma it's just incredible yeah like because it, it's both like intellect and skill at play yeah. you know and athleticism and you're like you think about okay how long did this person have to train for this how much like cardio and strength training did do you have to do like and how it's kind of their brain well it shows how magnificent the body is you know yeah i dig um so that's what I think is like really cool. That's what I I I've also like another podcast I l- listen to mention like professional sports are like one of the true meritocracies. Yeah, that's true. And so that's why we're impressed by it because like a lot of things that purport to be meritocracies aren't. Yeah. But like sports, they they really it's really yeah. hard to like suck and make it big. Yeah. You know. What podcast is this? I think it was on Chapo. Okay. Um, they like one of them was a basketball fan and was talking about it. Speaking of Chapo, El Chapo. Um, there's a bunch of subreddit drama because I think their subreddit got banned. It did, yeah. And then and then a bunch of other subreddits got banned because they were accused of being brigaded, which is so funny. Chapo. Like, yeah, like they the assumption was that they all went into fucking. Yeah, out. apparently they got brigaded by the Cumtown, uh, Reddit. And that's why their thing got shut down. That's what people are saying. <laughs> I don't even. This know. is funny. It is. This is really like the funny. new faction wars. 
Yeah, I it, it's weird because like the podcasts are both very similar in my opinion. Um, but Political answer there, maybe. Well, I think you know, <laughs> Chapo's kind of just like PG thirteen. Come town, come town's like R. Really? Oh, I don't know that much about either. Yeah. Um. I mean, they're they're funny. Uh, but, but subreddit also changed their rules of terms and service, which makes me sound smarter. Really? Yeah, I didn't read. I didn't get through the whole thing, but. Oh my god. I think we're seeing Reddit's gonna die. Everyone's triggered. Mods are banning everything left, right, and center. And like people are, sh- you know what I mean? That's maybe I just want to see it burn because I hate yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I was thinking today about like how we were talking about just to be good. the idea of like making our own streaming platform because there was a a talk that was supposed to take place on on Zoom. It was uh, this Palestinian woman, very contentious, Leila Khalid, and uh, she. Uh, and like she's very widely hated, and so really? so a lot of groups pressured Zoom. Yeah, so she's like considered a terrorist because she hijacked a plane to do what with it? Um, just to make a statement. Yeah, like she didn't kill anyone. She just she kinda she, she, is she a pilot? No. Did no. she land it? Or yeah, she just gave they the controls back. They land. Yeah, it was just like a big gesture. I think just to a bit. Yeah. No. Well. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think it was just to like make a statement about like being seen and getting the world talking about the cause and whatever. Of Palestine. Yeah. What this a stupid way. Well, I think this is like at the height of repression, right? Like okay. they weren't even allowed to wave their flag. They were like very. Uh, like she couldn't return to home. She should have just kneeled during the anthem. Yeah, I know. No, she should have went out and voted. But anyway, I think that she like has the right to speak on on. Okay. But yeah. Um, and I would be very interested to hear her speak because I mean that's a, a very fascinating perspective. Um, but yeah, so people uh, pressured Zoom to uh, cancel her to like not let her do the talk on Zoom. So then they tried to move to other streaming platforms. Wait, like Zoom didn't let her on? Yeah. Isn't Zoom owned by China? No, I don't think so. Jamie. Pull that shit Dude, up. I need a Jamie bot that can amalgamate data. But why would China care? Exactly. That's what I was curious about. Um. No, I mean, like, why would they be pro? Like, like all these lobbying groups were pressuring them. So, like... I think they would just acquiesce to the lobbying groups. They were pressuring Zoom? Yeah. Founders Eric Yuan. Yeah, that doesn't mean... (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's an American communications technology. It's headquartered in San Jose. Um, Sneaky. Where did the... Where did... Where did the rumor that they were owned by China start? I don't know. That's how you get everyone to, like, freak out and talk about things. You had a good bit about TikTok. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. But, but I just want to so so this got me thinking about the streaming platform because then she tried to to do the stream on YouTube, mm-hmm. and then it went on. It happened for like twenty minutes, and then people started like mass reporting it because like they were like, no, we uh, can't let this talk happen. Yeah, and I'm thinking like, what's the worst that can happen if you just let the person talk? To be like fair, they were hijacking the stream. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if Pornhub wants to get in touch with me and we can make, we're this not a partnering pub. with Pornhub. <laughs> Unacceptable. I'm putting them in jail. It was really funny, actually. I asked in my uh, criminal law class why the CEOs of OnlyFans and Pornhub aren't in jail. (laughs) Did they laugh? I would have been confused. I think people thought I was a swerve or whatever. Oh, 
Uh, do you know what a swerf is? Of course, a sex worker ex- uh, exclusive radical feminist. Exclusionary. This is what? Sex worker exclusionary Ex- radical. Exclusive sex worker <laughs> exclusive. Well, I, just, I feel so patriotic. I get so flustered when someone's like, what does it mean? I'm like, I know what it means. <laughs> like, but I talk to Ryan and he's like, define it. Who's the center for the Denver Nuggets? You don't know what you're fucking... Like, that's how Ryan... If you guys... Can you guys dox him to get him on the pod? He's no, so funny. No, don't dox him. But he, he was... Mila was trying to tell an anecdote about Todd Bertuzzi. <laughs> and uh, he was like, why did you... Care? Like, he was just fixated. Like, you don't watch hockey. Like, you don't get to talk about <laughs> hockey. And it was just like, bro, just listen to the anecdote. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I actually... I stopped watching after Bertuzzi, uh, Bertuzzi left. Yeah. Riff in peace. We what won't get into that. We won't be doing any of that. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so... Uh, anyway, so Layla couldn't speak. Um, and... I was just thinking, like, yeah, there should just be some. Ma- she should have just done a live stream, maybe. I guess no, yeah, because she couldn't. I was gonna say like a personal one, like on Insta, but people would have spammed that too. So I guess, yeah. yeah. So you, yeah. So if you have any angel investors listening, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> if you want to help us with the streaming platform, uh, yeah, someone, no, someone we were talking. Someone who knows what they're talking about is gonna do it. Yeah. So when with like, but everything always turns to crap. Like you were saying, like after a few years, you know. So what? Let's let's go through it. Entropy. We move to Silicon Valley. We infiltrate the bros. We talk about Mencius mold bug. And man boobs. What are man boobs? Like tits on men. Oh. Apparently everyone like in Silicon Valley I, is I man I, boobs. I, I think that's a unfair. I think they're skinny and they have glasses. You can be skinny and, and have man boobs. Okay, fair enough. We'll compromise. Skinny man boobs. <laughs> uh, and then we... So do you do you just buy server space? Uh, and then how do we avoid getting like pulled up in front of the U.S.? No, we moved to Ireland. Yeah, I think Ireland's better. We just become the pogues. And <laughs> we start... We call it Liberty Tube. <laughs> Absolutely no. Liberty <laughs> too. Wait, what do you call it? That sounds like sexual. <laughs> I know it does. You can have like a sounds whole like the name brand, of like, like a like a, a stripper FC. name. <laughs> Liberty tube. What, what should we call it? Um, I wonder if like tube or no hub. That's hub. No, uh, if hub is like trademarked, like because the guy started flight hub. And oh hub. yeah, that's true. I don't know. Um, Liberty hub. Leave us a <laughs> comment. Um, so let's go over the rules again, though. No explicit pornography. No, uh, no penetrative actions. Yeah. Okay. So the but problem is, is if you create maybe. any rule, then someone could argue that whatever I don't give a fuck. No one is is is. <laughs> I think that's such a rule. fair, ridiculous baseline. No penetration. Like it's not a. <laughs> Like you can do your only, you can do your weird softcore asthma jerk off instructions and I will upload your video. <laughs> I hope nobody's in the door. But uh, <laughs> uh, but but no penetration. I, do we allow hate speech? I think we we just got to. Uh, it, as long as like we don't get sued. Oh fuck! Wh- where's the most free place on earth? There's like nowhere that doesn't have hate speech. Oh no! If you live. Mm. I was gonna say like the places that don't have hate speech laws have laws about other stuff that you can't say. 
Yeah. What if we did it out of Palestine just to be super woke? Oh my god, we went to the West Bank. And we just set up the servers like on the wall. <laughs> In the Banksy Hotel. Yeah. I heard that Banksy was uncovered as a member of a band, but I can't remember what band it was. Oh, <laughs> was it Gorillaz? No. I'd be kind of sick if it was the g- cartoonist of Gorillaz. Yeah. Um, I don't really like. I Banksy always thought though. it was Noam Chomsky. Okay, I don't know. I don't, know, I don't even get that joke. Because they kind of both are like we live in a society. <laughs> um. Okay, yeah, so we have this we have this idea for the platform. No First hate speech. Or sorry, hate sp- yeah, ex- exclusively hate speech. Yeah. <laughs> but no penetrative hate speech. Um sex work exclusive hate speech. Yeah. Uh do we do we allow Here, let's go nitty-gritty though. Do we allow This is going to alienate a lot of people, but do we allow Nazis? Um Let's just hear them out. <laughs> yeah. I I think we like otherwise there's no point. No, I know because then anything can be called. That's the problem. Is like and it's literally the same dilemma that they had in Always Sunny when they created that yeah, bar yeah, with yeah. like the free speech uh, <laughs> thing, and yeah. then you just end up with. Like <laughs> Do we allow suicides on camera? Yes. <laughs> That's we, encouraged. The Russian roulette, not not encouraged, but uh, allowed. Suicide this is, this too. This starting to sound like motherless, which is a fucked up porn site that like. Oh God. Ruined my Wait, so there. Are <laughs> what? There are other porn sites beside Pornhub. Dude, motherless was dark. The name sounds PTSD. really dark. I, I have this like list of. Is it like revenge porn? I was in. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's on there, but like the fuck most scary thing is they had a random link that was like the main <laughs> feature, so you could like see really fucked up shit without searching for it. Like, that's kind of psychologically, like, how I used it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, it's really dark. Uh, probably, fuck it. This is my brand. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm an extreme centrist. Uh, but. The porn. So we allow suicide, but no penetration. Because <laughs> porn will eat up your, ba- your, ba- your server space if you allow <laughs> penetrative pornography. But that means we need to have either people moderating it or we need to have a, like a computer moderating it yeah or we can just not enforce the porn thing like that heavy like we don't need to waste money hiring like hundreds of palestinians to like <laughs> <laughs> like look at this fucked up website and get rid of the penetrative porn we're like waiting like it's almost in You know that meme with like the grandma with the glasses looking at like lowering <laughs> the glasses. Imagine though if you were like a porn person and you had a job to like make sure porn wasn't too fucked up, so you were watching all day the shit that was like on the borderline. And you were like aroused like all day, and you go home just exhausted, and your wife's like, yeah. "Why are you distant?" <laughs> you're like, "You know what I watched all day," or like you're the FBI like child porn guy who like. We've established, like, all the worst jobs in this episode. <laughs> like, the doctor that looks at people's junk. And the I, I think that's a pretty good porn job. Porn moderator. If you, if you have a good, if you can keep control of yourself and you have a good, like, demeanor that, like, makes them comfortable and you don't abuse that. Yeah. You've done a valuable service and you make a lot of money. Well, so, the f- like, the thing is, is then also people are going to be concerned about their data. Like <laughs> oh yes, the data. <laughs> How about we? But this is what I was saying. This is what I was saying. The about TikTok. users get a data dividend. We just sell it. 
<laughs> so yesterday we Ken and I were talking about like like how people talk about the, like oh my god I don't want my data being <laughs> taken and it's like <laughs> we envision like a Chinese person like that like, at TikTok like watching some like 17 year old going like me pants <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like, singing your pop song yeah and then be like oh yes that's the data that's <laughs> the data I need we're like the Almost vine there. people with the guy stirring the macaroni <laughs> like this is what good Dude, That's Cardi B referenced it in her song. Oh, what did she say? In the wet ass pussy song. Yeah, she what did she say? She's a macaroni in a pot. That's a wow. Uh, <laughs> that guy must be stoked. Sorry, that's not articulate. <laughs> there was no clever reference. She just said, macaroni in a pot. That's a wet ass. Like, that's it's a wap. Okay. It's a wap, wap, wap. Wap, 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 wap. It's the female Sir Psycho. I think it's more obnoxious. Yeah. Am I biased? Yeah. You 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 don't think it's like more obnoxious? I don't know. I always Am get I annoyed. I always get annoyed when people get like offended by music. But but okay, there's like offended and then there's like this is really stupid and yeah. I hate it and don't show this to me anymore. Yeah. I feel that way about most things. Yeah, me too. Society. We're special. <laughs> people don't know we live in a society. Yeah. Um yeah, I know. There's just a lot of stuff to be mad about, and I just like I don't have enough RAM, so I'm just like, okay, here's the stuff I'm gonna be mad about today. Yeah, it's like, basically a text conversation we had yesterday. Yeah, exactly. It's good we rehearse now. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, yeah. This is so parasocial. Oh my god. Does the computer keep turning off? Uh, it it threatens to, and then I wave the cursor, and it goes, oh, yes, I forgot. My school just sent me a mental health support program thing. Fuck. Called Here to Talk. Should we read it? Should we criticize it? On live? <laughs> it, do, it just says that there's a new service. New mental health counseling and coaching. 24-7? <laughs> yeah, I know. Imagine calling at, like, <laughs> like 4 a.m. Well, being like, hello, UBC, I want to kill myself. Uh, wait. How does this work? Can we contact it on stream? <laughs> no, I feel like that would be abusing the services. You just don't want to get flagged. Yeah, well... It'd probably be good for you, though, to be seen as, like, high risk. We can't fail her. <laughs> I think this bitch is hardcore <laughs> BPD or something. What's BPD? BPD, like um, oh, my borderline point, yeah. personality oh, border disorder. Uh, yeah, I don't have that, but there's a lot of... Uh, it's a very like artistic mental illness. It is, it is. Yeah. I'm not tortured enough. I just have regular old depression. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and, even have depression. And, I have dysthymia. And post-concussion syndrome. I'm just dumb and depressed. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, so... Yeah, you gotta save your RAM for being... Unless you're, like, just really good at being mad at everything. Like Ben? Yeah. <laughs> um, ben Bliss Norton? Uh, absolute king. Um... 
So, so another thing that I wanted to mention is shout out to Bryant Johnson. He's Ruth Bader Ginsburg's personal trainer, and he went to her casket at her funeral and just started doing push-ups. I want to actually <laughs> do push-ups at my funeral. <laughs> I wanted to do that handstand thing. Yeah. So, so here he is. Uh, he goes. Oh wait, no, sorry, that's the end. So he comes into the room. He starts doing push-ups. Well, he's doing them on his <laughs> fingers. What a king! He's yeah. not going all the way down though. He doesn't want to get his suit dirty. Yeah. Okay, that was kind of <laughs> sweet. I want people to do that at my funeral, and whoever does the most push-ups gets a prize. Maybe a bottle of wine. Yeah, you get a bottle of wine. Oh, the bar is open to them. <laughs> or, yeah, <laughs> or like a pull-up bar and a squat rack. Oh, that'd be sick. It's just gonna be like a workout. Yeah, that'd be sick though. I was like thinking, like, who would I want to speak at my funeral? And like Gary and I were talking about that, and I was like, I would definitely. I I don't think he listens to this, so uh, and if you do, I'm sorry, but I think I think Jacob Levy should speak at my funeral. He's like such a good orator. He speaks in paragraph. I feel like it would be like a good, solid lecture. Kind of maybe some Augustine references. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gary wanted young King Dave at his, but he's dead now. So I don't even know who that is. He's the guy that goes like, it's fucking nice out. He's trying to chill and smoke some loud. You feel me? <laughs> okay, yeah, I've seen that. Anyway, yeah, I just thought this push-up thing was so great. Um, I think that that's a really good funeral idea. So, At my anyway. funeral, I don't want anyone doing anything. <laughs> just cry. Cry in the pew and think about how you let go of your family's religious traditions. It's <laughs> <laughs> bleak. Um, <laughs> While I'm dead. <laughs> I I envision you having like a Finnegan's wake kind of. <laughs> I come back to life. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. <gasps> Imagine I'm 55 and my career is faltering and I do like this fake funeral where I come back to life. And you're like, That's you a thought publicity I was dead. Stunt. I just all I had to do is pay. Um, who's the guy who takes care of bodies? No, I need to go through an autopsy first. Yeah, so you pay like the doctor who does the autopsy. There's a lot of too many people would pay. I might have to go to like the Faroe <laughs> Islands. The, the morgue. Yeah, because the morgue guy I could get, but like the the coroner, the state put coroner, that'd be hard to bribe. Oh, you know what you do is you leave like a tooth, because then they match like your dental records. Where do I leave this to? Like you set a building on fire. That's what they did in house. <laughs> so you set a building. I want to my fraud. <laughs> <laughs> my career. No, so I I, I I break down some towers with a plane. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tragedy. Tragedy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what. what that's what <laughs> I think at school. Yeah, we, but we were like in grade one. It was one. like a Tuesday. Yeah, I don't even know. The week, I, think. I remember like my dad watching like like a week, not a week, but like I like my first kind of real memory of it was my dad watching Michael Moore's documentary on it, uh-huh. Fahrenheit 9/11. Uh huh. Apparently he got censored recently too. Oh no. Yeah. So. We need to get him on Liberty too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not calling it that. What are we calling it? It's that's way too stripper. Not stripper, uh, but it does sound like graphic. 
<laughs> it's just it's freedom.com. It's freedom. Well, Free streams. Ron Paul's thing was called the Liberty Report, so he already kind of has that brand. Not Liberty. He Pool. just had a stroke today on live TV. How old is he? He's alive. He's fine. But yeah, he had the man's had a stroke. Rand is the son of Ron. Yeah. So how old is Rand? I don't know. What's Rand's son's name? <laughs> it's like Ron. the synthesis, like Rond. <laughs> Ron Rand and Ron Paul. <laughs> oh man. You think does he have a kid? Rand Paul? Yeah. Let's see. Uh we're pulling that shit up. Rand Paul is like the funniest person. <laughs> like he just has like the weirdest things happen to him all the time. <laughs> uh yes, he has three children. What are their names? Uh let's see. How much one of them is Ron? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's his dad's. No, what, Ron Jr. or whatever? Rondel Paul. Really? No. <laughs> oh. Randall uh, would be kind of obvious. Well, Randall is his is Rand oh, Paul's actual name. okay. It's not... Uh, yeah, it's not his... Uh, what do you call it? What are his kids' names? Let's see. Rand Paul kids' names. <laughs> uh anyone knows their names oh they're not it's not online no i feel like i should have the liberty news information so you have a hot wife or what let's see no like she's, she's not my type <laughs> no offense <laughs> yeah she's not really my type What's her name? <laughs> ronda <laughs> randa they're all just in <laughs> Paul children: Duncan Paul, Robert Paul, William Paul. Oh, not fun. No. Rue Paul, <laughs> the long lost child of. Uh, Fergus is upset. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So. Guys. Society. Society. Liberty Tube. Life and Liberty Tube. Right. Tube happiness. I, I just, we can't. We can't call it that. I think we can. Um, you have to think of a better name then. Hmm. It Freedom should, Hub. It should be something like, <laughs> like less, like, obvious. Like less, or maybe like, almost like, par- uh, paradoxical. No penetration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hate speech. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, RandallPaul.com. Anyway, Ron is is set to recover. So. Oh yeah, yeah. How old is he? The man's is not re- is not ready to die just yet. Uh, what came up at first on on DuckDuckGo was Rand Paul says the c word. <laughs> oh, like cunt. <laughs> I, I'm assuming. Children. <laughs> Said. Uh, he is. He was born in 1935. So he. Damn, is that's old. Yeah, he's 85. He looks. He. Rand Paul? No, Ron. Oh, 
you said Rand Paul had a stroke. No, Ron had a stroke. I'm pretty sure you said Rand Paul had a stroke. Uh, no, I'm fu- I'm ridiculous. Um, but it was like live, which is like live streaming. That's stroke. like my worst nightmare. Joe Biden hotel room hotel live. room live stream. Dude, when is the presidential debate? See, this is this is the stroke. I'm gonna we're gonna Feels play. So parasocial. <laughs> we're gonna play this for you. Can we call this episode parasocial? This is awful. It's <laughs> 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 not good to laugh at. It's a serious business. This guy, though, he's just like, what is going on? Um, but, but yeah, no, like that. I hope, we hope he's okay. Yeah, that would be terrible to have a stroke live on TV. Um, I would like make sure it got removed everywhere. That's not very cash money of you. What about Liberty? S- Liberty Stroke TV. <laughs> <laughs> stroke? That sounds even more pornographic. A, a stroke of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> Just a stroke. Climax of liberty. <laughs> liberty climax. What the fuck? <laughs> liberty. <laughs> yeah. Liberty climax. I like liberty hug. <laughs> liberty tube. Sorry. Oh my god. That's, it just sounds so American. Well, how do we make it Canadian? Universal liberty. <laughs> Hockey liberty. No, I don't know what else is Canadian. Poutine liberty too. Oh fuck. Okay, so my no penetration rule is not. What if there's torture? We can't allow that. Yeah. But what if it's just really graphic art? Dude, we're literally having the same problem that the always sunny people had. And like the actual streaming services have. Yeah. Nothing good can last. Well, well then, what do we do? Yes. That's that. Guess I'll die. <laughs> Guess I'll die. Guess uh, I'll just use TikTok and give China. My d- they can have it. They deserve it. Is porn it. allowed on TikTok? No, I don't think s- that. W- okay, so this is the thing that concerns me, is like not just about TikTok, but all these platforms. Because I, I was thinking about this when I read the child porn case. It's like it's probably such a ripe spot for like predators. D- r- maybe. Because it's not even, like... Uh, can you contact people on TikTok or leave comments? You can leave comments, but I feel like... I saw the most interesting one. Keep going. Well, it's kind of like what I was saying to you yesterday. Like, you know, now it's, like, not even that things need to be forcibly extracted from you. It's, like, you willingly give it, and then, like, like now it's kind of like, okay, like, these platforms are giving kids just like the like the kids are unsuspecting and they like whatever do their dances and all these freaks come out i think most 17 year olds kind of know what the dancing is though to be honest yeah but there's like 12 year olds oh man maybe they don't even know then at that age i didn't i didn't like know what should we tell the story of like the the dance what dance (laughs) the the i I don't really oh god Okay, guys. <laughs> when I this is when I was in like grade five. No. Yeah, because it was it was with the. Uh, really. Yeah, 
are we talking about the hips don't lie yeah. or not hips don't lie sorry mm-hmm. the miss new booty that was grade five wow yeah yeah, yeah. so so well, when we were in gym class but like i had no idea it was sexual um so we just copied the music video which is not i feel like one of you had to know maybe i was kind of unsuspecting okay and uh <laughs> there was also that group that danced to promiscuous and they were like humping the floor <laughs> <laughs> who did that <laughs> uh uh, so when Ken and I were in like grade five, we had to do uh, dance like a dance unit. unit in PE. So you get put into groups and like you make a dance or whatever. So I was in a group with two other people and we really liked the song Miss New Booty. That was like Yang Yang Twins and, and I forgot the other person now. No. One but of those hip hoppers. Yeah. And, and so... Anyway, so a lot of the moves we just like copied from like videos and stuff. And insanely sexual. It was really sexual. And, like, a lot of the guys <laughs> in the class had like a sexual awakening. And, and <laughs> One of the people in our in the group. Room. And like the teachers came to watch, like, oh, this will be cute. And everyone was like <laughs> so uncomfortable and like uncertain that this Catholic high school had to deal with this. This was and this elementary is, like, the school. Most sexual dance. Yeah, yeah, sorry, elementary school. Yeah, yeah, it was really sexual. But, but now, like, I kind of remember it and like. Uh, so one of uh, the girls was taller than both of us, and so she was wearing well, pants, flame. like she was the bi. Yeah, that was Ken old, Ken's old flame. I didn't get that. Um, I didn't even understand yeah, so that. so she was wearing pants, and, but again, we didn't even really understand. So she it. was the pimp. Yeah, and like, like, the, like me and the other girl were wearing a skirt. What was going on? We were wearing a skirt, and then there, there's like a line where it's like, "Girl, I don't need you, but you need me." And it's like, "Get down!" And she like pushes our heads. Whoa! Down. I don't remember that. But like, we didn't know what that meant, you know. Yeah. Um and so yeah no it was bad. This is like Mouthful I said very out loud like to the whole gym. <laughs> I have a boner <laughs> and like it echoed to the gym, but like nobody said anything to him because like everyone was so uncomfortable. Well, anyway, Miles P. So so yeah, so we did this dance and like like we just really didn't understand the meaning of it, and and this was like in the early days of like YouTube and and all that. So now like you know kids are exposed to this at really extreme rates i know it's crazy have you seen that youtube video of that like four-year-old watching gay porn and then his his (laughs) cousin or sister comes it's like what are you watching oh and and he immediately starts like crying like please don't tell mom i'm like what is going on here do you see that one yeah i did see it um society yeah no that was nuts and then there was also like uh, there was like one that showed how you can get to like really like messed up part of YouTube from just oh like, yeah the, the, the TED talk yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I think you showed me that yeah um but yeah it oh oh my god that was just terrifying and then yeah another group did like prom- dance to promiscuous and they were like like I remember they had this move where they were sitting on the floor like this and going like I d- I remember that I don't <laughs> anyway who yeah. who was in that group um, I love it but. Memory lane. But but yeah, so like that that was really well. And then your group like dropped a guy on. Dude, his head. our group. I was so excited for the dance unit. The difference between the, the cool girls kids. and the guys. And like I ended <laughs> up in a group with like all the people who couldn't find a group, and like, oh, <laughs> uh, I was unhappy. And then I was like, well, now it's my time to lead. But we were basically <laughs> just awful. And then one of the guys was like really like you know he was a young man and he was going through puberty so he was impressed with his strength but he picked up the smallest member and started spinning him <laughs> and it was impressive he spanned him like three times 
and then he let him go and he cartwheeled across <laughs> me in front of the <laughs> stage and hit his head on like a goalpost. <laughs> this was like the math genius of the class. It was like three grades above. And I remember watching him go in slow motion cartwheel in front of my face across the stage. And I stopped dancing and all I could think was at least I have to stop this bullshit. <laughs> and, then, and then I think that was it and that was the end of the day. It was an eventful day. But it's probably two days. Like we probably did it Friday on each week. But Oh my god. Yeah. The It's just the two genders. <laughs> <laughs> Miss New Booty and dropping a guy on his head. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, dance units in PE are always like bound to go wrong, I feel like. They don't do them when you're like in grade 12, do you? No, you don't ha- do PE in grade 12. Unless you're, you want to. I think you can do like fitness or something. Yeah. I was a gym class hero in grade 10. <laughs> what glory day. <laughs> My highest accomplishment. My peak. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed that account of me unknowingly hoeing out. And uh, it's really embarrassing, but, you well, know. There's no video footage. I mean. I know. Yeah. Because nowadays people are going to. Everything gonna, is yeah, Like, that is actually kind of scary. I feel really bad for kids these days. Every mistake you make is recorded. Yeah, I'm so glad that, like, Twitter and, like, because I know that if I had Twitter in high school, I would have said some mess up. Like, oh my god, I had to delete an old Facebook. And I think Facebook will blackmail with me or open it one day. That's another theory I have is that they'll open legacy accounts and, like, blackmail people. But your stuff wasn't, like, politically contentious. It well, was I said something about, like, 4chan, and I posted this thing that I didn't know, like, was sexual. It was, like, this, like, <laughs> Lollicon remix of like <laughs> sexualized like anime girls that I thought was just like cool and creative and in context like <laughs> Lolly is like intense pedophile connotations. Well, so I was just bec- like coming into my political own when I was uh, when <laughs> two I was, genders when I was like a teenager and I remember like I got like right wing radicalized on Tumblr by like I was following like all these like really right wing pages. Really? Why did I miss this whole? We were friends, but we didn't talk politics ever. Yeah. Well, they made me like really hateful. Like they like let me like fester my hate. And isn't what politics are for though? (laughs) I'm trying to not make it like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but but I didn't. I was really ignorant. Like I never was like looking at sources or whatever. I would just listen to what these people said, and I was like, oh okay. Like I had a lot of socially liberal views. Like I was pro legalizing weed and i was like pro gay marriage and and whatever i was just like a a libertarian but i had a lot of like internally like internal resentment and anger and hatred towards who just like people like so like i just like want to be like a contrarian but in a way that is like insensitive and like like i kind of yeah revel in being insensitive you know yeah and uh in an unnecessary way. But um, you were just 14. Yeah. Like, everyone learns. No, I know. I think I was a bit older than 14. I was, like, 16, I think. Oh, I love that. Um, when you have to change the age that you originally said. When you t- I do that all the time. Sorry. But, no, yeah, but you were just 16. But, like but. but <laughs> Honestly. No, but, yeah, like, like, there was just some stuff that I just, like, you know, was very ignorant. And I just didn't really get it. Like, you know, I viewed, like, poverty as, like, a just a fully a personal fault like i just couldn't see 
you know, any social historical mechanisms at play at all. Um, but again, I wasn't like informed by real data. I was just informed by like people telling me these things and me being like, oh, that sounds cool. I'll just believe it. Um, and I, it coincided with my new atheist phase. Uh-huh. So I think I just had this desire to just be kind of a, a dick. <laughs> like I thought it was cool. We, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, it, it was just, you know, so I, but I remember like I probably posted some terrible stuff, but it was on an anonymous Tumblr. I don't even remember Perfect. what the name, <laughs> uh, but, but if it was a Twitter where yeah. it was, you know, like, I'm so glad. I actually remember I made an inflammatory Facebook post and my principal saw it. And, but yeah, I was saying it like in a very ironic, like, again, like I, this is like some, we had a friend who spent a lot of time on 4chan and he kind of like influenced me a lot, I think. Yeah. Um, my boy. And, uh, and, and so I, yeah, like I would make jokes like that all the time and I just didn't really get like the gravity of it because you teenagers don't get it. And, I think like that's the thing is we I still don't get it but I think like the internet now is also like making people demand that teenagers like know what to say at the right times all the time and it's so stupid because it's like give them a chance to fuck up yeah um because they will fuck up yeah they'll say weird words like maybe even in their bedroom just to see what oh my god I mean don't I don't encourage that at all not even in your bedroom um I I (laughs) No, I know what you mean. <laughs> I, I, I just think, like, you know, you, you there's so much you don't know about the world and you don't understand the impact um, of certain streams of political thought or you don't understand. You just don't know what you're saying. Like, I'm, I don't don't need to overcomplicate it, but you just don't. But underst- does anyone truly know what they're saying? Well, I think I've gotten more informed as I've yeah. gotten older, for sure. Yeah. And, like, but I think. That's th- the thing with consent, too. Like, can anyone really consent? <laughs> Honestly, though, we were talking about that today, like informed consent and uh, taking your cells, cells, yeah, from your body. Like, if a doctor takes your cells to clone you, to use in medical experiments, they do it without your consent. Well, like there's a case where doctors did that. That bothers me. But like, it didn't hurt. Like they were gonna take the cells anyway. Can they grow cells yet? Like, can you take one cell and just multiply it in a lab setting? We need Ryan for that. When they can make, um, like, generic stem cells, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. I need some stem cells on my eyes. Okay. That's how it works, right? (laughs) Just slather them on, dog. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I know. I I just... I don't know. I I just really... I really want to give teenagers a chance. Because I think that... Yes. I think I have really transformed um, and changed my views a lot. And I think a lot of people have the capacity to do that. And I I honestly think that, like, sometimes people just have a lot of, uh, like, especially if you're experiencing mental health issues, you pent up a lot inside you and you just kind of, like don't know where to put it you don't know you don't have an outlet like for me i didn't really know where to vent i i didn't have a religion i didn't you had tumblr you <laughs> can yeah, say all right things on tumblr no um, I know you were all right, but. no i think if i was in that time like i don't think i would have been all right because i had some socially liberal views Did but the all right exist in 
2010? No, no, not really. But I was just a harsh new atheist, but uh-huh. like minus the economic leftism. Because like so if you have someone like Richard Dawkins, like they have like economic liberalism, for instance. And I used to think that or economic, like he's kind of more like he believes in like the welfare state, right? And so like for me, I was kind of like, you know, like I I remember arguing like stupid stuff in class. Being, what? Like being like against like uh, public health care and just being like, yeah, like the market will sort wow. everything out. I don't know if I would have said that even in grade 10. Well, I got owned. I remember somebody owned me Who? so hard. Um, Scott. And, uh, Damn! And which class was this? It was in Law 12. Oh, fuck. I should have been in that class. Oh, I got so owned in Law 12. Scotty. And, uh, and, and I needed that, I think. You know, like wow, because I, I I used to like feel like oh no one can argue against me and my facts. I want to hear a recording you know what? of this ownage by I think I was very similar to Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Um, like that was kind of my minus the because I was at eight. I was Your like a style mix. of rhetoric. I was, was like, like a mix of the new atheists and Ben Shapiro. I love the way Ben Shapiro talks. <laughs> I like how fast it is. It's nice when you're. A big brain such as me to hear someone talk really fast. I think, okay, I really don't like his voice, and I think both him and AOC need a voice transplant, and I think that's why he's so fixated on AOC, is because, like, they Does she talk fast? I don't, I literally just know that she wears glasses. They both just have annoying voices. But does she talk fast? I'm gonna love her live stream. She talks kind of, like, very debate clubby. Okay, yeah, no, not fast. Not like my boy Ben. No, I don't know. Um, but yeah, just, he's yeah, I I mean, whatever. He's definitely a character. I think I would have definitely been a, a Shapiro. Did you go to high school with him? Just yeah. debating him with like religion. Or he law. probably got stuffed into so many loggers. I don't I don't know if we should revel in that. I'm not reveling in it. Just, it's just a statement. I don't fact. even know if that's true. Hey, where did all the violence go in schools? Where did yeah. all the violence go in society? Because, like, you read accounts of, like, old people's, like, I got the shit kicked in me I day. know. And you're like, was this hyperbole or did you act like... No, I used I'm to hear crazy uncertain. stuff from my mom. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, I never... You never see that. Yeah. Um, I think, well, yeah, like, good for conflict resolution has just changed. And I think sometimes it's, it's changed for the worse because... And may, some of it for the better. I think it's a cope to be like, things used to be so much better. But... But I, I think that, you know, before, like, I think now a lot of it is so rhetorical and it's about, like, painting people as, like, terrible people. The new hierarchy is victimization. I don't think that's very new. I mean, Nietzsche pointed it out in the 19th century. But it's never been so, fuck, that was very slick. I thought I, I, thought I was, like, facts and logic in it. But it's never been so, it's like, if it things, you know what I mean. <laughs> I I don't think I don't think that it's it's new, but I think it it uh, adapts to its environment depending on which environment it's in. Um, and the, the dual the dual hierarchy is the dominance and the trying to be the highest you can on both. Well, this is what I always say. It's like people try to have their slave morality cake and eat it too. So there's like a simultaneous. Uh, um, and I'm not. This is not confined to one political side. I think everybody does it, um, where you try to simultaneously seem like the most victimized, but also you try to seem like a boss. 
you know um it's every it's just like a inclination because i think when you self-victimize and it's not as contradictory as you think or as, as you might think initially because you can be like oh well look how, how much of a boss i am despite these hardships it's literally yeah. like writing a college admissions essay so oh, i called yeah. it the college admissions essayification of society yeah um where it's kind of like you know this is how and it's also like you know to be I, I wrote an article on this but it's like to be allowed to speak on something you first have to give this like list of your hardships to oh be like God, i'm qualified yeah. to speak on it like people being like oh yeah well you've never been fat so you can't speak on this like people have literally told me that or like uh you know you're <laughs> and i'm like well do you want me to tell you my history of like body image issues like why should i have to you know yeah. what i mean um and and yeah so i just think it's just it's college essayification whereas like victim politics in the past have manifested in in different ways um like in uh the vatican the way the vatican has employed it has been like we're under attack by jews and like <laughs> when did the last time they did that uh this is kind of like in the 30s a little bit of the 40s um but that, that's just one example i'm just saying like it's a very it depends i think it depends on the the social context that you're in and i think right now also another thing it's this way i was telling you yesterday is um there's a fight for relevancy as well and and so you have that to cons because now you you want to stand out because other like now the fight is to not be disposable especially in like precarious uh in the context of capitalism of late capitalism <laughs> i hate that term but i know it, yeah, <laughs> does it just mean like like it's not marx to not use that term what does it mean though it means it's like in the stage of like decay or like when like you know around oh, the brink okay. of maybe change but wow there's a lot implied there um but but yeah i but maybe this <laughs> is the one place to actually use it i don't know yeah maybe i i mean I I'm just like we're at a stage of precarious labor. Like a lot of employment protections are are not like have kind of withered, and like unions are not very strong, and uh, a lot of jobs are like contract or gig jobs. I just think there's not the economic growth that previous generations have experienced. Yeah, well, I think relying on growth has has is its limits. Um, or just the way that I mean, I don't want to get into this. Cause this is like gonna end up being like a dissertation but um but i i do think that just you know as things get more precarious like people and and the markets like you know how everybody has a degree now so it's like markets what about me? <laughs> yeah. but like markets get oversaturated so it's like not enough to just be competent. oh you don't have a degree you're hired <laughs> well it's not enough to just be good it's like you need to have some feature that makes you really stand out you know like and victim of well, like, yeah, <laughs> but it's not just being victimized. It's like having a story. It's not enough wow. to just be like, like, oh, hi, I'm an Arab Canadian. Oh, here's a hot take. Yeah. The postmodernist dismantling of overworking narratives resulted in the personal narrative filling the vacuum. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to drop the mic on the floor. Yeah. Uh. Well, this is like the confessionalism thing, right? Like, uh, like you know, like the rise of the personal essay. Um, well, it's so effective because people really relate to stories. That's like why podcasts put people in a favorable light. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, stop relating to your favorite podcast. <laughs> what is the what? What should we call this personal 
narrative to fill the the college essay, the college admission essay. No, but like essay. we need some term relative to postmodernists, like the post postmodernists. Well, I don't know. But I like think there's something, something called that. This is something that even postmodernists have identified. You know what I mean? Is it? So like, I don't want to like straw man them, um, because like Foucault talked a lot about confessionalism. Um, what do you say? Like he was basically saying like. There's a really funny, sorry to drill, but there was a really funny thing uh, or video about how, like, it applies to the selfie, for instance. Um, but how, like, you know, there's this, like, era of confessionalism where we want to, like, confess everything about, like, confession is actually, thing. like, an indulgent thing, not, like, a difficult thing. Yeah. And, and, and so you engage in this thing to, like, the world, like, you're confessing about yourself. Um, but it's a, it's a brand. Yeah. Um, and but then at the same time you're like doing the work for so like it makes power um not just a matter of like a top down thing but <laughs> but like a matter of you know like you by by engaging in like a sort of confessionalism thing like you give everyone around you a kind of power over you like if you confess right, to being the like victim, vulnerable, the victim <laughs> so it's like it's like a feed, like everything feeds off of each other. The best way to rise in the victim hierarchy without falling in the dominance hierarchy is the confession that we're discussing. Yeah, the confess or like a personal essay where you like acknowledge it, but then you say like how that makes you extraordinary. Um, and and I think like that's kind of a a big thing as well. So what do we do? What is to be done? To be done like I way. said, I think uh, I ensuring economic security is very important. We need liberty tube. We need a, <laughs> a universal basic income. And then we need to enjoy the rest of the time that we have on this planet before it gets too hot. <laughs> it's uh, too hot. <laughs> but then we need to we need to get we need to get off this planet. Do you do you want to get off this planet? Do you want humanity? Are you asking to me if I want? Oh, I thought you were asking if I wanted to kill myself. No, <laughs> that'd be really weird. Um, I mean, sure. I, I, my childhood dream was to go to the moon. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on that note, yeah. Okay, thanks for listening. Thanks. I'm gonna friends. stop saying I love you because it feels very parasocially inappropriate. So I like you. Do you want to make parasocial relationship with me? What? I don't know. This is like a Borat. <laughs> <bit>. <laughs> yeah, it's really just turned into a Borat. Bit. That's amazing. <laughs>